Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? Oh, finally, we reach May and we are out of the kind of quagmire of energy that we seem to have been for the last few months. And certainly for me, it feels like a blessed relief. And I know today I've had texts from people saying, I feel like something's lifted. I feel like something's changing. I think we've all been feeling a little squashed, a little held back, a little stymied by the energy so it feels so fabulous. I've been doing lots of one-on-one readings and uh, that's been quite an interesting process for me. I know that I mentioned this on the live demonstration that I recorded but um, it's been absolutely fascinating to me to be working with and I have to say if you have had a reading with me in the last month my god I have had the best set of clients in the last month. The most open, willing, um, excited, fantastic people to work with that have created truly magical spaces. And I'm so grateful. I can't 
bloody believe how lucky I am. Anyway, within that, it's been really, really fascinating to look at that thing that I talked about with Cindy's reading in the den, which is when you get a piece of information that is really, really important to the sitter, but you as the medium are not experiencing the importance of it and I really wanted to highlight that because it's come up for me in a few readings recently there's been a few things that people have said no to when they've been in the one-on-one with me that they have later found out to be true and actually the validation validational impact of those experiences for your sitters. So I did a reading for the stepdaughter of a friend of mine and she'd never had a reading before. And the reading, in honesty, I felt wasn't that great. I didn't get many of those kind of hits. She was a very reserved person. So she didn't you know, like when you watch it on the TV, and I know you've heard me say this before, but she wasn't there going, oh my God, so amazing, thank you. She was just like, yeah, okay, yeah. And it was really awkward because it's a friend of mine. And so in honesty, after that reading, I thought, oh my God, this is so awkward. My poor friend is going to feel really embarrassed. Uh, Her stepdaughter will have said that wasn't very good. Um, It was okay, but it wasn't very good. And my poor friend is going to feel really awkward because she's going to want to be truthful, but also not want to hurt my feelings. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll message her about something completely non-related so we can have another conversation going. But they'll be driving home from mine at the moment. So I'm going to sit and watch Yellow Jackets and forget about it all for an hour. So I'm sitting there watching Yellow Jackets, trying to forget about it. And a text comes through from my friend saying, oh, my God, you have changed her life. She can't believe it. She's so animated. She's mind blown. It's amazing. Now, I know that my ego causes problems. I know that my need for validation is the biggest resistance within me. I know that even when I do brilliant readings, they don't feel like they're enough and I feel nervous about it. Seems to be the cross that I have to bear in this lifetime. I've worked so bloody hard and it's still not getting any better. But do you know what's interesting about that reading? I said to her, your grandfather was met by his brother in when he passed a spirit. And in at the time, she said yes. And when she got in the car with my friend, she said the only thing I couldn't take was um, grandfather's brother in spirit, because obviously he only had sisters. I said yes to that. I don't know why I did. And my friend went, oh, never mind. Don't worry about it. You've got loads of other great evidence there. And they left it until she spoke to her father. And when she spoke to her father and said, Hannah got this right, this right, this right, this right. And then said, but she said about his brother meeting him from spirit, which obviously isn't true because he only had sisters. And the dad then said, oh, no, he did have a brother. He had a half brother that died years ago that nobody knew about. And that kind of evidence for me is the, the sort of thing that I love, even though it doesn't give you that hit of I got that right. It proves I wasn't working psychically. I wasn't picking it up out of her energy. It proves that spirit were talking to me. But in the moment, 
did it feel like anything special? No. And I think that we have to understand the the role of the medium in development and how that is part of the challenge because when you sing a beautiful song and you sing it well I always say don't I you've probably heard me say it before but that singing is probably the closest thing to mediumship I can think of on a par you know that generally speaking you can sing well but you're walking out on a stage and you don't know what song you're going to sing and if you even know all the lyrics or can hold all of the tune and you stand in front of that audience of people and you open your mouth and a song comes out And I do believe that that is really what mediumship is like. But when you are a good singer, you can feel it, can't you? And there's that sort of electricity in the air. Now, I've never been a singer, as you would know from me singing on this podcast. Uh, it's It's not brilliant. But I wonder if that's only an experience the audience has. And actually, the singer who sings on stage is still pulling apart their performance. Is that like the curse of humanism in all of these kind of things? I remember after lockdown, we went to see Six the Musical at the local theatre. And we were, we didn't realise, but we were the first show since the theatre had reopened. And um, that show was so incredible that even now, and I think it's two years later, I, when I hear the final song, the finale song, I cry, sob, I sob. I have to turn it off if it comes on in the car and I'm going places because I will arrive looking like I've been recently bereaved. And it's because it reminds me of that spark of just amazingness that was in that space at that moment, the energy created by everybody being together by the director of the theatre standing on the stage and welcoming everybody back and being so emotional that they had managed to survive lockdown from those performers telling those heart-wrenching stories of those poor women um, but doing it with such zest and wonder I just you know so did they feel that that's what I'd like to know Did those performers leave that stage and think, my God, that was a magical night? When they talk after they've done performances, do they talk and say, oh, that night in Canterbury was amazing. Do you remember that night in Canterbury, how good it was? Or has it been forgotten? Has it been wiped out by other performances? Are they always that amazing? Etc. Etc. And it's just so important, I think, in your mediumship to be thinking about that because I think a lot of the time I'm seeking validation, but I'm actually seeking it from myself. And the great irony being that you don't get validation from yourself because you always focus on the bits that didn't get taken, the bits you thought you got wrong, the bits that didn't make sense. And that is. It's a bloody curse, isn't it? It's a bloody curse of mediumship. Sucks to be us, but so interesting. So I wanted to share that with you all because it's been a big thing for me going back to doing evidential readings and one-on-ones. I've had a lot of resistance to it and spirit basically had to trick me to get me to do it again 
in that every person that booked a uh, spirit guide reading turned out wanting a spiritual uh, spiritual connection. And I thought, well, I'm doing it for them. I might as well just offer it. This is how it's going to be. And I've been doing that ever since. And it's been an absolute bloody privilege. And even after three weeks of, I will say, good readings, I've been proud of the work that I've done recently. And you know that doesn't come easily to me. Today's reading, still absolutely bricking it the whole morning before I went in. It's not an easy job, is it, being a medium? It's a really really difficult vocation. <laughs> uh, why would you do it? <laughs> why would you do it to yourself? You've got to love it. Otherwise, there are far easier things to do. Now, I wanted to talk to you guys a bit today about something that I'm witnessing happening in teaching and talk to you about how important it is that you do not offer your mediumship development to the wrong teachers. I know that I have in time and I know that that has held me back. And it's such a difficult thing to navigate because your soul will be telling you that you are not in the right space for your development and you will be feeling that resistance and feeling that desire to leave but then your head will tell you that that's your nerves and that you need to stay and so it's really really difficult I think to get a good read on it but what I am witnessing absolutely at this time is a breaking down of the old guard of the mediumship teachers and I've had to sit on this for several months because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't being an asshole. <laughs> and it's that funny space, isn't it, between respect for the people that have gone before and respect for different modalities of teaching. Because I do believe as a developing student, you need to find different teachers in different ways. Now, you will have heard on the um, opener for this podcast that the Mediumship Matters Spiritual School is launching soon. And one of the things that's really important to me in that is that no topic is off limits. If somebody else has done a topic and you want to talk about that topic, I want you to record a video as a teacher and upload it to the system with a different take on it or a different um, approach to it. You don't have to agree because this is the problem with mediumship. There are so many teachers out there being very definitive that their way is the only way. Now, I can only teach you the way that I teach and the way that I believe works best for me, but that doesn't mean that I am the best teacher for you. There might be other teachers that are more aligned to the way that you want to work, but we don't allow ourselves, do we, to explore these different options. And Spirit have really been pushing me to record this podcast, so much so that I have had some stories recently from students and people that have booked spiritual assessments that have made my toes curl. So what I really want you to do if you are spiritually developing is just work out if that teacher is the right teacher for you. Are they inspiring you? 
Are they proving that they can do the work? And by this, I don't mean offering you a free one-on-one reading, but are there examples of their work out there? I know of somebody that was running a development circle in a local church, but refusing to demonstrate. And eventually the uh, committee at the church had to say, you can't teach a development circle for something you're not willing to prove that you can do. And I completely agree with them on that. So it's not about, you know, a student demanding that you get a one-on-one reading and you get it and that's how it works. But it is about proving what they are capable of and proving that they can do what they are asking you to do, I think is absolutely crucial. But also, are they holding a space of the balance between support and firmness? I've had a real uh, rising within me because my Elevate 2023 class just finished. Now, what an amazing group of mediums. Oh, oh, it's just been so good. They've just been so good. And Elevate's always really interesting because it is the advancing breaking down of your barriers, pushing you through your own limitations course. And within that, there has to be a balance as the teacher between softly, softly holding a space, um, you know, comfort and pushing. And when it got to the end of the course, as always, we had the student demonstration where they got to demonstrate to a real audience um, online and when we got the dress rehearsal, it was very interesting to see the response to the changed energy because for the dress rehearsal and for the actual demonstration, I was very much in a very professional, boundaried, let's crack on with it, let's do it mode. And the reason for that is if on those two occasions in my experience, I give you enough space for you to be able to say, I I don't know if I can do this and your doubt to take over, then some of you will fall away and you won't demonstrate and then you won't prove to yourselves that you can do it. Now, within that, of course, there are people that get upset, have wobbles um, and get beaten by their nerves or beaten by their tiredness. And that's okay. We all have situations like that. That's how we rise. You've got to think like Batman here. Why do we fall so we can learn to pick ourselves up? Absolutely the spiritual mantra for anybody doing mediumship. I have fallen so many times. So many times I have laid there broken, believing that I can't get myself back up, only to find that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I can, and that I'm stronger for it. But within that, of course, me as the teacher having to be quite firm and having to be quite decisive and in a real sort of strict teacher mode. And then what that does to me, because I don't like being that person, um, but also understanding the importance of it and, and the importance of getting the job done so they can prove that they do it. Because in my mind, the most important gift that I can give my students is proving to them that I believe that they are capable of whatever they want to do. And that's my job. It's not my job to take it away from them or mollycoddle them or make it about me. My job is to prove to them that they have the same abilities that I do. And if you are working with a mediumship teacher that isn't part of that, that doesn't make you feel that, then I would suggest you are with the wrong teacher the wrong teacher for you. I'm not implying that your teacher is a bad teacher, just perhaps not the teacher for you. It's hard, isn't it? I heard a story the other day about a teacher who was doing a talk and they said to their students, I can tell who of you can have the abilities to be mediums, who of you can be a medium and who of you can't. But I'm not going to tell you because it's not my job to tell you. I'm just going to let you work it out for yourselves all the time whilst charging them for their teaching. Now, what a horrible energy to sit in, a horrible energy of feeling judged and wondering if you're good enough and wondering if you're one of the ones that has got it or haven't got it. And ethically, if you really believe that some people have got the ability to be a medium and some haven't, Why are you charging and taking money for a mediumship development from people that you believe haven't got that? What's that about? So I find that fascinating. One of my students was telling me they went to a local um, church circle and they did a reading and on the platform, which is, you know, your first platform moment is absolutely petrifying absolutely you know it calcifies your liver it's so scary you feel your internal organs just shriveling up like raisins because you're so nervous and she got a spirit through and she got some very specific and really great evidence and nobody took it and she really really tried to get it taken and then it turned out that her teacher could take the spirit but didn't put her hand up because she was jealous of how good she was at mediumship These are people we have teaching new mediums. It's hard, isn't it? I know that, um, and I may have told you this story, guys. I'm so sorry. When you talk for a living, you just forget what you've said and to whom. But I was doing an online course with a teacher. And um, it it was going quite well. I did struggle a little bit with the whole... um, egoness of it there were a lot of stories funnily enough that were repeated a lot of these are my best bits I'm so great talks um, which didn't really have a lot of value they just seemed to be I'm so great talks Um, 
And by the time you'd heard them for the fourth or fifth time, you were kind of like, oh, here we go again with that story, which was interesting. But again, I thought I was being a judgmental butthole. And so I stayed in that group and I stayed in that group. And then one day I was friends with them on Facebook. They have unfriended me now. Uh, One day I was accidentally messing around on Facebook and I pressed a button that you will be able to find if you've got a business account on Facebook that invites all of your friends to like your business page. And once you've pressed it, you can't unpress it. And it was absolutely mortifying. I pressed it and it went to all of these different teachers um, that I knew that I was friends with and all everybody. It went to my mother-in-law. It was just a, a terrible situation. Anyway, because of that, he saw how many followers I had on Facebook and it's a lot more followers than him. And from that moment, his attitude and his teaching to me completely changed. And there was one day when I was working with this woman in a Zoom room. And this woman, um, now, sorry, American listens, I'm going to do an American accent that's really poor, but you'll just have to deal with it. She used to unmute herself at the beginning of every class and go, can I just say what a great teacher we've got here? We're so lucky to have this teacher. Can we all just take a moment to have gratitude for this teacher? And I was in a Zoom room with her and I was getting, uh, it was doing a spirit link. And everything I said, she was like, no, no, no. And the teacher came into the Zoom room, which was great because I hardly ever saw him in any Zoom room. So I never got any feedback. And I just said, oh, please help, please. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, She can't take it. And he just said to me in front of her, you're not as good as you think you are. And I was devastated because I didn't think I was good. I was absolutely heartbroken and I still signed up for another course with him after that because I'm a some sort of sadomasochist I don't know but it really has shown me I think in a spiritual development journey if I told you that story you would tell me that wasn't the teacher for me but if you experienced something like that you would tell yourself that you have to suffer it and isn't that interesting how we do that? What? Why are you teaching mediumship if you won't take a spirit that comes through with absolutely mind-blowingly specific evidence because you're jealous of what the student has achieved? If you don't want people to be as good as you are, then I don't think you should be teaching. And I've had, on this journey, I've been a brilliant teacher, and a shite teacher. I have let my jealousy and my ego uh, make decisions for me and I have beaten it and made decisions from my heart. And as I have allowed myself more and more to expand into my mediumship and be who I want to be, I have been more comfortable with allowing others to shine, which always just goes to show that part of mediumship development and being a teacher is actually about the work that you do upon yourself you know I've said it before it's not the journey out to spirit it's the journey in to self and working through all of that 
So I absolutely implore you, if you are a developing medium, to take the marshmallow softness, imagine it like a newborn kitten, your mediumship, and decide if you want to hand it over to somebody and if that person is the kind of person who is going to nurture it and love it and hold it close to their bosom and shower it in love or if they are going to squash it. And don't take it personally if it takes you a few attempts to find the right teacher for you because I think that's all part of the process. It's about learning what works for you by experiencing what doesn't. And we are habitual creatures. We like to um, know where we're going, how it's going to be. And we sometimes habitualize our mediumship development purely because that is more comfortable than being in the unknown and trying to find lots of different teachers. But I think it's so valuable. You really have got to find the teachers that are showing you how they work, what what their voice is, what they sound like, what their approach is, and be willing to experiment with that before you sign up for anything. And that is just so important. One of the other things that I really experienced as a developing medium was the old what I would call um, the pyramid selling of courses technique, which is the, I'm going to teach you how to do this and you sign up for the course and they teach you some stuff. I'm not saying they don't teach you anything, but you get to the end of the course. It's been three months, four months, five months. And as they're getting near it, they say, oh, we haven't had time to discuss this on this course. But if you sign up for level two with me, we'll definitely cover it in level two. And you go, oh, okay, maybe I expect too much of people. Maybe I should uh, be, you know, more accommodating. Spirit must be judging me. Why am I such an awful human? And so you sign up for level two and then you go through level two and they don't teach it to you. I remember one course I did. They were going to teach us the secrets of building power with your communicator to transform your mediumistic capabilities. And I was like, oh my God, I need that in my life. Uh, Course one, three months, didn't cover it. Course two, three months, didn't cover it. Course three, halfway through, still hadn't covered it. Started talking about it possibly being on course four. And I just thought, bloody hell, bloody hell. This is just a pyramid scheme. You're going to keep dangling that carrot and I'm going to keep buying into it and waiting for it to come and you're never going to give it to us. So if you are feeling like that, you're allowed to feel like that. I wish I had had somebody to tell me that I was allowed to feel like that because I just judged it. I thought I was being ungrateful and greedy, thought I was pushing too hard and actually all of that time... Not was not wasted because there's always learning in everything, but I wasn't getting what I signed up for. You also have to find the right temperament of teacher for you. I personally uh, thrived when I found a teacher who was teachery, no doubt, but actually was uh, supportive, who believed in me 
who had no jealousy of where I wanted to be, who helped me open up to my fullest potential and wasn't trying to tell me off for running before I could walk. Um, That was the best teacher for me, the teacher that was actually below all of the shiny names in lights kind of teaching and was just there being a quiet and understated support and love for people who needed it, for mediums who needed it. And that teacher for me was Minister Lynn Parker, who I've had on this podcast. She held a space for me that transformed everything because by the time I got to her, what I needed was somebody who believed in me. And I'd been with the very hard, very stern teachers I'd been with the old school stuff and I needed something softer and she was soft and believed in me and supportive and such an amazing light for me on my journey so it's important for you to be analytical and allow yourself to be analytical with it It's important for you to understand that we are moving into a new wave of mediumship development. We all talk about the age of Aquarius and this energy coming in, spiritual transformation, more people waking up. But what I don't hear people talking about is how the approach to mediumship is changing, about how our connection is changing, how we don't need to do things the way that we have done them for the last 40, 50 years, that those pioneers of mediumship created an amazing space for us all. But it doesn't mean their way is the only way. When I look at um, how things have changed in my dad's lifetime, sorry dad, but Um, You're a great example. My husband and I went to a 40s weekend locally recently. And just to to see that in my dad's lifetime, how much the world has changed, how much the human experience has changed. And yet you have people still teaching the same lessons that they were teaching in the 50s, the 60s and the 70s. We need to be moving forward. We need to be moving forward even from the way that things were taught in the noughties because, guys, it's 2023. 23! I know, I can't believe it either. So allow yourself to analyse what is working for you and what isn't. Allow yourself to expand into what feels right for you and what doesn't because in that, is the learning, is your soul, who is the greatest teacher you will ever meet yourself, telling you where you need to be, what you can do, what you're capable of. And it was only when I stopped trying to fit into everybody else's boxes and stopped trying to be like everybody else and trying to be the medium that I'd seen someone else be that I found my own mediumship and then I started to flourish. And that, dear listener, is all I really want for you. There we go. Thanks for listening. As always, you can pop your questions over to podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk or you will see in the show notes a WhatsApp business number and you can voice note me, which 
if anyone would love to do, I would be so happy. It would make me so happy because I would really love to have more of your voices, more of your experiences, more of your energy on the podcast. So if you're just about to write me an email, be brave. If you've got a question you've been holding on to or an experience you want to share, or even if you want me to pull you some cards and get you an answer from the spirit world, voice note me on that WhatsApp and I will answer you on the show. Exciting, huh? Have an amazing day and I will catch up with you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.